We are excited to have you join us on the 30th lap of our journey through greatness. Today, NASCO Movement's talk show starts off with our very first episode for season 30. We appreciate your constant effort as we make history together into our 30th season. Make sure you tune in every Saturday morning for the next 13 weeks as we bring you amazing content that will educate and entertain you and your family. Remember, COVID-19 is real. Do well to follow all laid down protocols for your safety and that of your loved ones. NASCO Moments Cares. How many times have you washed your hands today? Remember to always stay safe. I am your host, Hudun Gyang. On the show today, we will discuss eye diseases, causes, symptoms, and treatment options. The eye is a sense organ that re reacts to light and allows vision. It is one of the most sensitive parts of the human body. The eyes can develop about 36,000 bits of information an hour. They are the second most powerful body parts after the brain. The care of the eye is very important and shouldn't be taken for granted. Negligence and carelessness has caused many to develop severe eye problems and in extreme cases, loss of sight. It is, however, necessary that each person take careful and deliberate steps to ensure the safety and well-being of their eyes. Although some eye problems are inherited, it is important that regular eye checkups are done to avoid a buildup in the severity of these eye problems. On the NASCO Moment show this morning, our guest is Professor Caleb Mpiet. He is a professor of ophthalmology, University of Joss, and a consultant ophthalmologist with the Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juth. He will be sharing his thoughts and perspectives as we discuss eye diseases, causes, symptoms, and treatment options. Professor, you're welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Good morning. Listeners, stay with us. We shall be right back. Now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. Welcome back to NASCO Moments. I am Hudun Gyang. Today we're talking about eye diseases, causes, symptoms, and treatment options. Our guest today is Professor Caleb Piet. He is a professor of ophthalmology, University of Joss, and a consultant ophthalmologist with the Joss University Teaching Hospital Truth. Now we'll begin the conversation. Uh, professor, can you tell us some of the most common eye diseases that are there? The most common diseases, we could just look at them as some of the ones that people come with irritation, and there are those that people come with visual impairment. The commonest problem we see in the eye, in most eye clinics have to do with irritation. People have itchy eyes and um, red eyes and a lot of discomfort. That's the commonest reason people come to the eye clinic. But the more um, interesting is the one that people come with visual impairment. And this includes problems like what we call cataracts. The natural lens in the eye gets uh, cloudy and vision becomes impaired. That's one of the commonest reasons people come with. The other ones are things like glaucoma, 
and then you have refractive errors where people just um, are unable to see whether distant objects or near objects clearly and then you have some ocular infections that do come uh, and also could lead to visual impairment if they are not handled daily. So those are some of the common eye problems that people present with. Okay. Um, so what causes, I mean, you've mentioned a different number, I'm sure they have different causes, but can you give us an idea of what causes these eye diseases? So just as you said, the causes vary according to the disease. Um, the commonest one of irritation um, is a simple allergy actually. So um, some people are predisposed to developing allergy and they could develop allergy to anything, sometimes to um, dust, sometimes to the uh, pollen from flowers and, and trees and things like that. And so sometimes people have it seasonally because that's when such irritants are more prevalent in the uh, environment. Some, for some people it's perennial because it's right, it's on right through the year. So that's one of the uh, common uh, ones we have. Now the other ones, uh, like cataracts for instance, have various causes. We know that if people live long enough and they well into old age, most people will develop cataracts because um, the lens becomes gray, just like the hair becomes gray. So that's one of the causes of cataracts. But of course, children also could develop cataracts. And those are some of the ones that we call, you know, are inherited. So there are situations where you find cataracts are common in families. So if somebody in the family has it, the parents have it, children could also have it. Then you have situations like injury to the eye could be a cause of cataract. And then um, people that have some systemic disease like diabetes are also more likely to develop cataracts. So um, that's for cataracts. If you look at something like glaucoma, which in itself is um, a major cause of blindness, but we are unable to say exactly this is the cause. But we know that it's common in a set of people. People that have, um, blacks are actually much more prone to having a glaucoma. And if you are uh, up 40 years and above, you're also more likely to have glaucoma. We also know that um, people that uh, are short-sighted are also more likely to have glaucoma. So uh, just as the disease, uh, diseases are so varied are also the causes. It appears old age is quite a problem. <laughs> um, what are the symptoms of these common eye diseases that you've mentioned? Um, allergy, of course, they just come with itchy eyes, redness, sometimes with some mild discharge, but mainly due to the discomfort of itchy, itching and, uh, and, and that's about it. Um, it's not usually in itself a problem, except for the fact that it's, it's very common and can be on right through the year and the discomfort that comes with it. Very often, um, some, for some people, it actually stops on its own, depending on the type of allergy they have. For cataracts, the common reason they come with is visual impairment. They are not able to see well. This is painless, but over time, vision diminishes. For some people, they come with what we call a glare. So the, when they look at light, it scatters. And they find it a lot of discomfort when they drive in the evening or in, at night. Because the, on, the oncoming light of, of a car 
uh, scatters and so they are completely more or less blinded and so they cannot see. Um, so that's mainly cataracts. Now the, the, the major problem with glaucoma is that it's usually completely asymptomatic. Many people don't know they have it and some people actually have completely lost vision before they realize they have it. So for those people, people, a number of people with glaucoma actually go to the eye clinic for some other problem and then they are diagnosed with as having glaucoma. Or for one reason or the other, they cover one eye and discover they are not seeing with the other eye and they had actually lost vision in that eye a um, long time ago. So um, that is, those are some of the common uh, symptoms for some of these diseases. For the infections, um, very often, uh, the infections will come with redness of the eye, a lot of discomfort and discharge. So for many people who have infections, they usually would come because those are quite um, dramatic, more or less, and because of the redness and the discharge that they come, that they have in those eyes. So yeah, the diseases come with their symptoms uh, distinctly. So it's obvious that uh, glaucoma causes blindness. What else can cause blindness? Glaucoma causes blindness just as much as cataract causes blindness. Um, one of the infections that we have, which we call trachoma, also causes blindness over a long period of time though. Um, so that's it. Now, one of the, the, the more common ones that we, we come across is what, what I see referred to as refractive errors. So you hear people talking about the fact that they are short-sighted or they are long-sighted and all that. But we all know that there are people that will come to you and they say, I can't see distant objects clearly. Others will come, and I think the most common one that comes is the one that people complain, I cannot read very well. This commonly happens when people reach about 40 years or thereabout. And so they find themselves having to extend the book away from the eye before they can see clearly and all that. So um, now, the problem with refractive errors that though they, uh, they are common, they can easily be treated with spectacles. But if, if it occurs in children and it's not taken care of early, they can actually go blind because the eye needs a normal stimulus. There's a normal stimulus that the eye needs. So the eye needs to see clearly so that clear vision can develop. That's more or less what happens. So if vision is impaired in childhood and it's not taken care of, so, and the child is not allowed or helped to see clearly, the vision doesn't develop, so they can actually become blind. Okay, so um, refractive errors, as innocuous as they look, can actually cause blindness, especially if they are not handled early. As I said, cataracts can progress to blindness, and I think that's the commonest cause of blindness, actually. Um, glaucoma can definitely cause blindness, and the sad thing about the blindness from glaucoma is that it's irreversible. So if you are blind from glaucoma, you cannot be helped. So glaucoma is the commonest cause of irreversible blindness. Blindness from cataract can be treated, okay, through surgery. But from glaucoma, if you're blind already, nothing can be done about it. So yeah, different problems come in different ways. So what can you do to avoid all these diseases? Um, one, um, for refractive errors, you cannot avoid it if you will have it. So uh, I describe refractive errors as um, just, that's just the way we are created. Some of us are tall, some of us are short, and that's just how the eyes are. 
So some people can see normal. So people are some people are considered to have normal height, more or less. So that's 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 just about it. While others are able to see far well, but cannot see near well. Others can see near well, cannot see far well. So for refractive errors, if you are going to have it, you cannot avoid it. But what is important is that um, if you notice you are not your vision is not good enough, you you can get help. Now for cataracts. Um, well, I've mentioned a, a number of causes for cataract. The commonest being the fact that as, if you live long, you will have it. So um, you cannot avoid getting it, more or less, if you want to live long. Um, maybe if you want to avoid getting cataracts, you, you die early. <laughs> um, but that's not what, what, not what anybody wants. Okay? But of course, from trauma, from injury to the eye, we can avoid injuries. So we can avoid that aspect of uh, having cataracts. Now, as I said, for glaucoma also, we, you, if you have it, you have it. And you cannot avoid having it if you have it. But you can avoid going blind from glaucoma. And that is why we advocate people get their eyes checked regularly. And for glaucoma, especially when people are about the age of 40, or actually 35 for, for those of us who are Africans, because we know that it occurs earlier in Africans, and can be a little bit more aggressive also in Africans. So from the age of about 35, we advocate that people uh, check their eyes. And especially if somebody in your family has been diagnosed to have glaucoma, it's important that you get your eyes checked. Because we know that if you have a family history of glaucoma, other siblings, for instance, or persons with glaucoma, are likely to also have glaucoma. Okay, so the common sense thing to do is to run to the hospital, get your eyes checked regularly, especially if you are 40 years and above. But the doctor has said, even from the age of 35, comes early to us in Africa. Listener, please stay tuned. We shall be right back. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back, listener. This is NASCO Moments, and my name is Hudun Gyang. We're talking about eye diseases, causes, symptoms, and treatment options. Our guest is Professor Caleb Piet. He is a professor of ophthalmology from the University of Joss and a consultant ophthalmologist with the Joss University Teaching Hospital. Juice. We've started an interesting conversation, which uh, we'd like to continue with right away. Now, Professor, um, do tell us the treatment options that are available for uh, these diseases that we have discussed. Um, the one I usually, of course, obviously would talk about is cataracts, which is the commonest cause of blindness. Unfortunately, unfortunately, this can be treated. Um, it can be treated through surgery. So um, the doctors would remove the cloudy lens in the eye and replace it with another lens, an artificial lens, and people can get back to normal vision again. So um, 
it's important that um, people avail themselves if they are diagnosed with cataracts to get surgery done and get back to normal vision. For glaucoma, if you are diagnosed with glaucoma, the aim of treatment for glaucoma is to prevent you from going blind. Okay, so we have different treatment options. There are different medications that can be used to treat, or people can also have surgery done, depending on the time the, the time you present, and the the doctors assess uh, what the best treatment option for you. So they can decide to put you on medications, or they can do surgery for you. Both of them would be aimed at preventing you from going blind. As I've alluded to, um, for refractive errors, this can be sorted out with spectacles. So the doctors will check the type of glass you would require and the power of glass you would require to take you to normal vision. And this can be done. Now for the infections, the, 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 we, we advocate that people wash their hands and clean their faces regularly. So you find that trachoma, for instance, is, is an infection that is common in children. And we know that it's a, it's a disease of uh, poverty and poor hygiene. So good hygiene is important for if we are going to get uh, around trachoma. Fortunately, there has been a lot of education about that. So we educate people to wash their hands, to clean their faces, and make sure that children, before they go to school, have clean faces. And if everybody in the school has clean face, then you are unlikely to have it is this being transmitted from one person to the other. Oh, so it can be transmitted from one person to yes, another? Yes, the infections are, are, are things that can be transmitted from one person. So if, if a child has an infected eye, touches the eye, for instance, he carries the germ that, uh, that causes a disease, he touches another, person, another child, the child can also just touch his or her, her eyes with that and, and gets infected. We also know that flies perch on the eye. So if there is a discharge on the eye, it attracts the flies. And they perch on the eye, they carry the jam from one person to the other. And that's how that infection can spread. And so it can just be taken care of by very good hygiene. And that, that prevents the spread of the disease in communities. But of course, if children are infected already, they can be treated with antibiotics. Okay. Now, it is said that consumption of carrots helps the eye. Is this, um, how true is this assertion? Well, um, any, any person developing needs good nutrition for normal development. And um, we know that um, vitamin A, which is contained in a number of, uh, of, 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 fruit, of food items, uh, is very useful for child development. Now, um, so carrots contains vitamin A, just like any green leafy vegetables will contain vitamin A. And so um, we encourage people to just have very good nutrition especially for children who are growing up. And in fact, for children that are growing up, the best source of vitamin A really actually is, is breast milk. So if the mother has very good nutrition, she will have a lot of vitamin A in her breast milk. So if the child takes a lot of vitamin A, but uh, I mean, takes a lot of breast milk, he will have a good enough vitamin A to, um, to prevent any problems with uh, visual development. Now, the greatest problem that happens with vitamin A is when the child has measles. That knocks off the store of vitamin A if it wasn't adequate and can actually cause blindness in a very short period. So, I mean, that's the relationship really between carrots and I just want to prefer to say vitamin A uh, and vision as far as the eye is concerned. Okay, so 
we shouldn't just focus on carrots. Any green leafy vegetable is good enough and contains vitamin A. Yes, that's, that's just what we need. Okay. Uh, sometimes people even overcook their vegetables, so uh, would you say it's best to eat them raw, those that we can eat raw? Yeah, um, nutritionists will tell you how best those vegetables are eaten. And there are a number of them that can be eaten raw. And it's better because if you cook them or, or if you overcook them in some situations, you of course destroy all the vitamins or the nutrients that are in there. So it's important that um, people are able to know how to handle those vegetables. Yes. Because okay. uh, I know a lot of our people eat uh, quite, if, if you see the portion size on the plate, uh, even if you find a few carrots in the rice, you'll have more of the rice than the vegetables. I don't know if we are changing uh, the way that we eat, the way that uh, we, we, we place priority on vegetables on our plates. I think that, uh, that's something that we need to educate people about. Um, in a number of societies, unfortunately, you discover that the sources of vitamin A or other nutrients are actually grown and sold to earn money than actually be eaten in the homes. For instance, palm oil is another good source of vitamin A, and people can actually eat that. But you find that people grow vegetables, and instead of eating them in the homes, as you said, they would rather sell them and buy rice and just eat rice without any vegetables and all that. That's not very good. Um, so it's good to have a balance and be able to eat quite a lot of vegetables. And also, of course, there's nothing wrong in eating rice. It's good to eat rice. You realize that in, in recent times also, there are a number of food items are fortified with vitamin A. If you look at a number of the salt use that are sold in the market, they're fortified with vitamin A. And in fact, sugar is also fortified with vitamin A. And that's part of the plan. Or I mean, that's part of, uh, of the plans to make sure that children have adequate vitamin A as they are growing up. Okay. Now you've said that um, some eye problems are inherited from parents. Now, how can these parents help their children have better sight without complications? Um, apart from just parents, our health systems also must have good ways of helping parents and children. Um, we advocate that children, once they are given birth, to get their eyes examined. Because some of these problems can actually be picked up at birth, taken care of, instead of allowing them to go and grow up with that. Because as I said, if the eye doesn't get good visual stimulus, vision doesn't develop. So a number of these problems can be detected very early at birth, like refractive errors can be detected very early, and glasses can be given, and, uh, and, and, and the child's vision can develop well. One of the things that parents need to do is to help children who need glasses to wear them regularly. I've seen parents who have said that, no, the child is too young to wear glasses. That is, that is very dangerous. It's important that glasses are worn if they are needed as early as possible. That helps visual development. So a child is never too, uh, too young to wear glasses. That's one of the things that parents can do. Now, at, before people enter school, it's also important that we have their eyes checked. Because you find that sometimes children are not performing well in school. And people don't realize that it's because they are not seeing well. And these are some of the problems that can easily be taken care of with glasses. Or at least some form of treatment. Sometimes they have cataracts that can be operated on no matter how young they are. And their vision can be restored. So those are some of the things that parents need to do. Be observant. Sometimes you see a child sitting alone and not playing with others. They may not be seeing to play with others. 
and parents should be able to quickly take uh, such children to get their eyes checked. So it's, parents need to be very observant. Look at your child's eye. You, you, as a mother is breastfeeding a child, she may be able to see something abnormal with her child's eye and she'll be able to seek help immediately. Those are some of the things that our parents can do. Okay, now um, we have to end the conversation. It's been very enlightening listening to um, all this information. What more advice would you like to give uh, the listener as we wrap up? Um, just as we said at the beginning, your eyes are important and um, it's important that you have your eyes checked. Um, for some people, a yearly check would be very useful, especially if you are 40 years and above, okay? If, you're, if there's a member of your family that has had an eye problem, it's important that you also get your eyes checked, okay? Parents, please, a child is never too young to wear glasses. If the doctor says the child needs glasses, please avail them the glasses to be able to develop vision normally. Observe your child. If they are not playing with others, there's definitely something wrong. And it's important that you seek help as soon as possible. Um, one thing that is very important is have your eyes checked. If you notice any symptoms, any abrasions with your vision, seek help. Don't wait for too long because waiting too long can be very dangerous. Well, listen, I don't know about you, but I'm certainly going to run to get my eyes checked the next time I can. Uh, thank you very much, Professor Caleb Pitt, for being on the program today. Thank you very much for having me. Listener, do take very good note of all that has been said today about eye diseases, causes, symptoms, and treatment options. As we end the show, we'd like to remind you to follow NASCO's social media handles. There's a lot of information that you can get there. Visit www.facebook.com slash NASCO group. You are encouraged to freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Now to the NASCO Moments trivia question for this week. What is the name of the disorder in which the eyes don't look in exactly the same direction at the same time? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777 and include your full name and exact location. Last week's trivia question was, what broad term is given to an uncontrolled growth of abnormal cells anywhere in the body? The answer is cancer. Our two winners are Samuel Moren from Yutan and Sunday Nanfang from Ampang. Congratulations, you will receive your promised prize of NASCO gift baskets. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Aldu, Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Aldu. Our production coordinators are Solomon Aldu, Deborah Galadima, and Alex Ruben. Please stay safe and join us next time. Keep your hands washed, wear your face mask in public, and practice social distancing. You should also carry your hand sanitizer with you. My name is Rudy Gian, and this is NASCO Moments. <laughs>